This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 612 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And boy, we have all kinds of good neighbors. And Dr. Garris, this one ranks real high. It's good neighbors that make us look better or help us with, you know, just being healthier. So Dr. Robin Garris, she's with River Chase Dermatology and Cosmetic Surgery. Robin, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being a part of the show. What I love about the Good Neighbor Podcast is we, we truly are helping one another in all aspects of life. And um, in your case, certainly from a preventative standpoint, certainly from the uh-oh, what's this? What's going on here? Uh, and helping us uh, give us that peace of mind. So let's start with River Chase Dermatology and Cosmetic Surgery. Fill us in on what you guys are doing. Yeah, so River Chase is actually um, a group of multiple different practices. Um, we are now, um, I want to say we're the largest multi-practice group in all of Florida. So that's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Um we have, I think, over 70 or 80 practices between the two coasts. And so you might see a lot of different River Chase signs. And, you know, those are all just the different offices. So my office is here in Estero. It's one of the newer offices. Um, I really like it. It's sort of a boutique, very homey feel. Um, yeah. And uh, but, you know, again, lots of different offices. So chances are, no matter where you live in the area, you're probably not more than five or 10 miles from any one of our offices. Wow. Yeah, wow, that's that's great. Yeah. Love the convenience, especially in season. Yeah, it's, nice it's really yeah. great. Yeah. It's a it's a really neat yeah. organization. And um, you know, everyone prides themselves on sort of, you know, providing compassionate and the highest level of medical dermatologic care to all of our patients. So that's sort of a standard mm-hmm. among all of the practices, no matter where you right. go. All right. You have an array of services. Yes. Um, you wanna you wanna touch on a few that uh yeah, so I mean, probably it's best I can tell you more of what I do because all of my partners, you know, everyone has yeah. different areas of expertise. So, you know, within River Chase, you can um, see somebody who can take care of the patient from birth all the way through, you know, over 100. Wow. <laughs> um, I am actually a pediatric dermatologist and I'm new really? to the area. Yeah, and most people don't even uh. know what that is. <laughs> I, I that's the first I've heard of one. I know. So there, are, there really are not. Um, I think the next board certified pediatric dermatologist, who's board certified by the Society of Pedsterm, is probably several hundred miles away from here, or you know, or maybe there's one other person in Fort Myers. Um, but it's pretty neat because I think as the area burgeons with younger families, it's not just an older population anymore. Um, mm it is really great to be able to offer that specialty care. And, you know, a pediatric dermatologist training is even more extensive than regular adult dermatologists. Um, So I actually did a full general pediatrics residency, a chief year and a year of pediatrics practice. And then I went back and did an adult dermatology residency, which is three more years and a chief residency year. And then after that, a year of pediatric derm fellowships. I have three board certifications to uphold. I know. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, so it's neat. I mean, I think, you know, you always want to see, I think as a patient, you always want to see kind of the most highly trained, highly qualified person you can so that, you know, nobody misses anything and you get the best care. Mm -hmm. So for families who have kids and, you know, we call kids anyone like 
you know, under 26, although in Florida, I'm seeing up to age 50, because I think Florida has a different definition of kids. <laughs> Amen. You know, but, you know, I think it's, it's really neat to be able to offer that, um, that specialty care here in an area where there really are tons and tons of kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's neat to see that that was our concern about moving down here. You know, we had the same old disease, you know, is it just going to be retired folks? Nothing wrong with retired oh, folks and all that, but you know, lots of different age groups to choose. From. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. other groups that I had talked to in the area before settling on river chase sort of didn't see the, the, um, potential for pediatric dermatology, but I think River Chase is creative and they're innovative and, mm -hmm. you know, you can just drive around and look at how many high schools you're passing and how many playgrounds yeah. you're passing. It's pretty obvious there are kids everywhere. And if there's not a single other person here who has that specialty training, and unless you want to drive to Miami or mm -hmm. um, Jacksonville, then, you know, I think they were pretty smart to, uh, to say, come here and we'll help you build this. So where did you think before are. coming to this area? We were in the uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Oh, that's where I'm from. Get out of town. No, I was no born, way. I was born in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Um, and then spent the last 15, 16 years as division chief of pediatric derm at uh, Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh. Oh my yep. goodness. So did you, did you live in the Philly area for a while? I did. So I was born in Chestnut Hill and grew up in Reading my whole life and then went out to Pittsburgh okay. for med school and kind of never left. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. So we were kind of in between Philly and Reading yeah. in Westchester. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? But yeah, the weather here wow. is much preferable. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Even in the summertime, you know, it's amazing. The the times I look at the weather back in Pennsylvania and I go, oh, it's two degrees warmer up there than it is here. Exactly. And, you know, and it's going to like storm horribly and it's going to be, you know, nasty for the next two weeks after that. You know, at least we see the sun yeah. here. Wow. All right. So that's good because I wanted to ask you about your journey. So so no wonder you are who you are. You started in Philadelphia. Exactly. So <laughs> Everything good starts um, in Philadelphia. <laughs> so fill us in, fill in the blanks, you know, especially the the pediatric dermatologist. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah. So I think it's really neat. Um, I started out, I, I love kids and I thought, you know, I want to be a general pediatrician and I did, I loved my training. Um, it was definitely um, an exciting time. And then when I got out into practice, what I found is that I really enjoyed the rashes more than anything else. And in, in, in general pediatric practice, as well as in primary care in general, about 30% of acute care visits are for skin related issues. That's a lot. That's a third, almost a third of all things that are coming into the office are skin related. So I went ahead and applied for a dermatology residency, which was tough because it's going from being done to starting over again. Um, it's the only way to get board certified is to start over from adult dermatology. But, you know, it's, it's a great foundation to be able to learn, you know, dermatologists treat and diagnose like over 3000 conditions of the hair, skin and nails. And so it really is pediatric dermatology really is a spinoff specialty from dermatology, but I'll always value having that basic pediatric training. Um, you know, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't realize physicians realize it because they sort of feel out of their comfort zone a lot of times when they're seeing kids and they just sort of get nervous. But, you know, kids are not just little adults. Um, in mm. many situations, they have unique presentations of, of disease sets um, and they you really do need to have somebody who's trained in recognizing those. 
seeing kids so that nothing gets missed. Um, you know, a lot of the medicines that we might use in adults that we consider safe and effective might not be as safe for a kid. You know, kids right, have a lot bigger right. skin body surface area to weight ratio so they can absorb medicines that adults might not absorb. So every time we approach a child, we kind of hmm. approach them individually with the eye of safety and caution, as well as getting whatever the problem is fixed. So, wow. yeah. Wow. Good stuff. So, and, and you kind of just touched on it, but may, maybe there are others, you know, mis, misconceptions uh, in your world. What do you hear that you can speak to? I think one of my favorite misconceptions is when people ask me, when I say I'm a dermatologist and they say, oh, is that a doctor? Um, oh. <laughs> and that's, that's we laugh, but there's all kinds of different ways you can get skincare. And a lot of people, dermatology is one of those specialties where you might get a facial at a hotel, but it's not by a doctor. Or you might get your nails done at a nail salon, not by a doctor. And so it is confusing, I think, to the general population. Like, what exactly is a dermatologist? So if you're about to see a dermatologist, you want to look for their credentials. And you want to say, are they certified by the American Board of Dermatology? Because in the U.S., you can hang a sign up outside your office that says dermatology. That does not imply that you are a board certified dermatologist. So it's, really? you know, sort of caveat emptor, buyer beware. Um, but, you know, even my own kids and they know the work that we went through. My, my daughter's kindergarten teacher 20 years ago called me and said, you're going to love this one. We went around during circle time and we were sharing what are each of our parents do. And <laughs> Julia, who's my oldest, who's now applying to medical school. So hopefully she'll get some of this back herself. Oh, good for her. Said, well, my dad is a doctor and my mom is a dermatologist. <laughs> How about that? that was a long conversation at dinner that night. But yeah, so common misconception <laughs> is the confusion about whether we're really doctors. You know, we do full medical school. Um, it's one of the most competitive residency trainings. And so we do a year of transitional medicine as well as three years of dermatology training, just learning about the skin, the hair and the nails. So always make sure that who you're seeing is board certified by the American Board of Dermatology. Okay. Good stuff. Well, thank you for stuff, sharing right? that. You never know what you're going to stumble no, no. into on the Tuesday, you know, Thursday morning public service announcement. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. So how about outside of the practice? What are you doing for fun? Yes. So for fun, um, because I'm a big nerd, I do teledermatology also. So for the patients who can't necessarily, yeah, yeah. and I actually do find it fun, strangely, um, for patients who maybe don't live near a dermatology office or who say kids whose parents work all week and they can't get an appointment during the work week because they can't miss work or their kids can't yeah. school. Um, they can do online visits. Um, again, everyone on those portals, at least the ones that I use are board certified. Um, and it's a really neat way to be able to extend our expertise, um, to patients who might not have the same resources as the patients who end up in the office. So I do that in some of my spare time. Um, you may also see me walking a great Dane around Naples. Um, oh my goodness. Wow. I have a one and a half year old blue Merle, great Dane named Sadie who is learning how not to jump on people, but um, she, <laughs> she's probably our best way of my husband and I so far meeting people in the area because people literally yeah. like pull their cars over and talk to us. And then they wow. find out we're new to the area and, you know, we end up forming friendships. So it's kind of neat. So, you know, I yeah. enjoy walking her. I love 
one of the things I love so much about Southwest Florida is just, you know, I love walking outside, um, mm -hmm. biking outside and just, you know, photography. There's just so much beauty here. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, why a Great Dane? There's a great reason. So I grew up with black labs only and I yeah. love them, but they usually are hyperactive for about five years before they chill out yeah. and they shed a ton. So we were looking for, we're big dog people. We were looking for a big dog yeah. that was family oriented, that wasn't hyperactive for more than say a year. And so we settled on Great Danes. Um, How about that? And they're amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, you're right. They do. They are a, a show stopper. We, uh, we're on Fort Myers Beach, so we walk our dog along the beach. Uh -huh. and every now and then, you know, someone comes down with their, you know, almost horse-sized Great Dane, and it's just like, Whoa. Well, it's <laughs> and when, it's funny. I, when I'm walking, uh, I don't actually appreciate how big she is, but it's only yeah. when I'm driving home from work and I run into my husband walking her, and I'm, I'm like, what is that? And then I realize it's my dog. <laughs> it really does look like a small pony. Um, uh, but no, it's, yeah. it's so great for all of us to be able to be outdoors, you know, all year long. So that's that's yeah. really neat. Yeah, good stuff. So how about when it comes to hardship, life challenge, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, got through it, you now looking back, you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Right. That's a good question. I'm trying to think about one specific thing. I mean, I think just the length of time that our training is can be daunting. Um, and especially as a woman who wanted to have a family, you know, you want to kind of get all your training in. Lots of people have mm. kids during their training. I sort of wanted to be finished. So it really, you know, the length of training and the stamina it took and the expense that it took to complete that was daunting. You know, I'm I'm very, very fortunate to have a crazy supportive family who was always behind me, you know, supporting mm -hmm. whatever I wanted to do. And I hope to be that person for my kids. Um, but I would say that, um, you know, just if you know that you love something and you're passionate about it, the real long haul is being in the wrong profession and being there for the rest of your life. Um, it's the best investment ever to have taken the time and trained to do exactly what I love because, you know, yes, I guess we call it work, but I come, I wake up every morning excited to go to quote unquote work and to help people every day. Um, and, you know, we always try to focus on, you know, even if we find one patient a day where we said we changed that person's life today, so like, this was a good reason we came to work. You know, a lot of times people think dermatology is just cosmetic, but we all know how important cosmetics are. And for a child, having something like inflammatory acne, or even they've shown kids with mm. mild to moderate acne where they're looking at themselves in the video camera all day, they're looking at themselves on social media, it can really yeah. affect self-esteem, you know, untreated can cause anxiety, depression, and sometimes even worse. Yeah. And so having the luxury of being able to help those kids. Um, and I think it's so great that your show helps get the word out about who's in our area and how we can be of help yeah. to the community. Because, you know, I, I really feel strongly that everyone should have access to that care, not just mm. people who have lots of money or who, you know, have all day free um, or stay at home mm -hmm. parents. But, you know, any way we can be of help, we want to help um, because everyone deserves, you know, the highest level of care and to feel great about themselves. Yeah.
Wow. Wow. Your passion just oozes uh, across the microphone there. So <laughs> and I like so. to say, I don't really have any other skill sets also. So that that's helpful. I have a single <laughs> skill set, which is pediatric dermatology. Yeah, very focused. No, I just yeah. love it. And I feel really lucky that I somehow stumbled upon this. It's not like when I started out, that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. You sort of narrow your focus and learn over time what you enjoy and what you're good at. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Good point. And you had the persistence to stick with it. It's actually really is, interesting. Uh, My roommate in college was an art history major, and I ended up taking an art history course just to kind of um, show her that I was interested in what she was doing. And I, you know, it was uh -huh. one of the harder things um, to try to teach yourself. And it's all about patterns and pattern recognition of different artists. And, you know, I really sort of value that I had that experience because it's very much how we approach the patient in dermatology. Um, rashes present in a very specific way for different conditions. And it's very similar to mm -hmm. learning pattern recognition in art. And so art is another thing I really enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoy art fairs, art museums, kind of learning about different artists. Yeah. Um, but dermatology and art have a lot of overlap. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to bring you back for another episode. <laughs> And you we'll cover the pattern one. That's how we get this done in 10 minutes. <laughs> so how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and or River Chase Dermatology? What would that be? I would just say that we are here to help you in any way possible. Um, if you have a special situation where you can't travel to one of our offices, not all of our providers do video visits, but I'm happy to schedule a video visit. Um, you know, we have different ways that we can see you, um, not just in person. And, um, you know, say you're 80 years old and you have a different need. You don't need a pediatric dermatologist. If you call our office, we will hook you up with the best person to see you for whatever mm -hmm. it is that, you know, that's going on with you. So um, I think it's a group so far in my experience, I just moved here in August, but all the different people that I've met really are all equally enthusiastic equally excited to see how they can help and how we can have the patient seeing the most qualified person who's best at what that patient needs. So I'm always the first person to tell the patient, hey, you came and saw me today, but actually I think you'd be better served by following up with one of my partners who's an expert in what you have. And so, you know, we're all about doing the best job for the patient. And I don't mm -hmm. think that that's always true everywhere you go. Um mm -hmm. So I think I'm really happy with where I landed here. Yeah, lots of resources yeah. there. That's great. Well, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more. You've certainly opened my eyes and our listeners' eyes to what you do. Yeah. And, and, and again, the asset we have in the community for, for kids and those who are young at heart as well. Exactly. Um, <laughs> young children and young at heart. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best way for them to get in touch? Yeah. So if you just go on to our webpage or let me see if I can find you the URL here. Yeah. You know, what? and I have it. Page I'll be to do it. I have a uh, river chase dermatology.com. Exactly. Right? And I think there's okay. one single number to call and schedule. And, you know, it's just important if you want to see, a pediatric dermatologist, let the schedulers know and they can hook you up, you know, with me or one of the other folks who also enjoys seeing kids in our practice. Um, and, you know, they can hopefully connect you with the right person. Terrific. Well, Robin, it's been a pleasure. Thank Thanks again so for carving out time. 
Yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah. thank you for the, the service that you do. I feel like this pandemic has kind of showed us um, the importance of our neighbors. You know, yeah. it's not just yeah. that we happen to buy houses in the same block. Um, we sort of rely on each other now for advice and uh, support. And so yeah. having a neighborhood podcast, I just love that idea. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.